I don't want to hear Michael Jordan. I don't want to hear LeBron James. I don't want to hear Peyton Manning. I don't want to hear Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. Tom Brady. 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 Thomas Edward Brady. Oh, my God. Randy, you got something on your chin. Howdy. Welcome to the Bait Shack Podcast, presented by hashtag Come to the Shack. Your home for freshwater fishing tips, grumblings from the grove, big game banner, and all the chum you can feed on regarding University of Ole Miss Athletics. We're coming to you from the Land Shark Lounge on Lake Sardis, so grab a cold one, sit back, and reel in the Bait Shack cast. Welcome to episode 26 of the Bait Shack. We've got Randy tonight, we've got Kale and Chef, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit of basketball, talk some NFL football, and then talk about the new schedule that came out um, last week for the Ole Miss football team. So we'll start with the bad news first. Uh, Georgia knocking off Ole Miss over the weekend, 71-61, and uh, a lot of the same stuff we've seen all season. Uh, kind of iffy defense at times, an offense that once again doesn't really exist. Some things of note, um, Joyner and Schiller again led all um, scores and took the most shots, four for 14 for the pair. Not very efficient. Uh, we shot 35, about 36% as a team. Uh, terrible at three-point again, two for 13 after one for 16 against Arkansas. And five minutes from K.J. Buffin. Uh, he didn't score. He didn't really getting anywhere in the stat sheet um, over two. So after Kermit called him out, he held him out of the starting lineup and only gave him five minutes. So kind of a storyline there as the season continues to crash and burn. Um, Randy, you see anything you want to comment on? I mean, I see a lot of bad, but that's kind of all I've talked about the past few weeks here with hooks and hoops. Um, I'm interested to see what KJ Buffin does here in the off season. Does he stay or does he transfer? I mean, you're seeing personal attacks from Kermit. You're seeing per- then you're seeing Kermit air out personal laundry, dirty laundry, with you know he's going through personal stuff. That's why we didn't play him. It's a coach's decision. That just it irks me so bad. And then he plays five minutes, right? Something's up there. I don't know if Buffin's not playing because he's told the team he wants to leave. If he's not playing because the coaches are mad at him, and then that results in him leaving. But I don't know, something's up with that, man. It's weird to me because um, I know we really dislike the comments. In the same note, I can kind of – part of me can understand, you know, Coach wanted to call out a player to try to maybe inspire him, light a fire under his ass to play a little better next game. So you do that on Saturday. You do that on Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever he played Arkansas. Then you don't even give him the opportunity against Georgia to prove himself. He gets five minutes. It just kind of seemed – I don't understand. It's very confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, he took two shots in five minutes. Didn't record a stat. It's just, I mean, what's next? Are you going to call him out again next week after Tennessee and just be like, hey, I can't get Buff in the play, but he played four minutes. It's like, well, I mean, you're the coach. You can choose who plays, when they play, how much they play. You can't decide how well they play. No. That doesn't mean you should trash a player. That doesn't mean you should sit a player, essentially, playing for five minutes. That's that's sitting a player. Yeah. You know, we agree with there. And then, and then say, like, oh, well, he's going through some personal stuff. It's like, shit, I would be too if I wasn't playing but five minutes. Yeah. Um, another guy that's 
again, not really seeing any playing time. Another guy we want to keep our eye on in the offseason, see what he does. Austin Crowley got one minute. Another guy who didn't really get anything in the stat sheet, didn't even take a shot. Um, he's hasn't had double-digit minutes in about two weeks now. Um, eight minutes, six minutes, nine minutes, and now one minute. So another guy that's kind of fallen off, not seen anything from him, I guess. Um, in their absence, I will say Robert Allen had himself a great game. Um, had starting lineup, played a really good first five minutes, had a block, a couple loose balls he was going after. Um, was on the board, got our first four points, I believe. Finishes 10 points, six boards. Good to see some good quality minutes out of him. Uh, but there's still just too much, in my opinion, too much guard play, too much streamlining it through the guards, um, which is shown that it's really inefficient and there's not enough scoring going on yeah i agree i liked what i see i liked what i saw out of allen starting get the game um he played really well he kind of seized the opportunity here he took a lot of those minutes from buffin and you know he, he did a good job i'll give the kid credit i liked what i saw early in the season from him i think you can go back and on another hoop episode of hooks and hoops you can listen to me and kyle talk about how we wanted to see a little more of robert allen because he had played well out of conference and then got his opportunity here against Georgia. Played solid, right? I mean, he's not going to blow the world away. He's not going to, you know, score 30. But, hey, he gave you solid minutes. He played pretty well. Five for seven from shooting. That's efficient. That's real efficient. I like that. I'll take that any day. I mean, 0 for 1 from for 3. I mean, from free throw, excuse me. 0 for 1 from 3 as well. You know, okay, that's fine. 5 for 7 is efficient. I want to see more efficiency out of this team. I don't want to see any more 4 for 14s from both of your guards. Well, I'm afraid that's going to keep happening. It is good to see the front court is efficient. I'm hoping we keep going to them a little more, but... I'm not really... You know, we talked about front court here. I'm not really excited of the body language I'm seeing from some of the team. Romello White, especially. I love Romello White as a player. I think he's a really talented player. But the body language in-game... It's just, I don't care. I'm done. I thought this was a tournament team. We're not. It, Kyle, do you think that is just the guys are losing for the first time in their life at a consistent rate and they're not experiencing it well? Or is it they're kind of fed up with a coach? I think it's a, a little bit of both. Probably a little more of the latter, if I had to guess. Um Arizona State wasn't exactly a killer team. They weren't as bad as Ole Miss. But he was getting more minutes last year. He was getting more touches and more attempts. So I think maybe that has a little bit to do with it for Romello White. Um, this is senior year. He came here, a team that doesn't really have, didn't really have any post presence. Kadeem C at times. So I think he just kind of had higher expectations, you know, for himself from the coach and everything. So. But I did. I saw the body languages. It does look a little down. Yeah. Losing will do that. It's not, and it's not just Romello. He's just one of the guys that I noticed was really bad about that. I mean, the only one that really wasn't bad to me was Jarkel, and he's just not shooting well. It's all the opportunity in the world, though, doesn't he? I mean, Romello doesn't he, have He does. Uh, Jarkel could turn the ball over six times in a row and continue playing. Yeah. And not a lot of guys have a leash like that. but No one on this team has a leash like that. So maybe Schuler. <laughs> Another guard. Maybe. You know. but um, So we've got Tennessee on Tuesday. Um, that's a 6 o'clock game. Tennessee will be ranked. They're coming off a huge win against Kansas. Blew them out by like 20. So 
not a lot of chance there, but who knows? <laughs> but. Your chance there is your chance there is hoping your defense locks down Tennessee and they have another bad shooting night, and you can kind of bog them down with turnovers. But I don't think that happens. I think it's a blowout win by Tennessee. But if you tell you know if we come back on Wednesday and you know we record on Wednesday nights, if we record Wednesday night and it turns out Ole Miss pulled out a three point victory because of a lot of turnovers and a bad shooting night by Tennessee. I'm not blown away. I'm a little surprised, but it's not impossible. But I'm not going to pump sunshine up your ass. This will be a loss. Yeah, three-point shooting has to miraculously return in a heavy way for that to be a game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need a a good offensive output. It's not going to happen, but there is a path to it happening. So from there, we'll uh, talk a little AFC-NFC championship. Um, Didn't have a chance to talk about that last week with Zach coming on. Um, help us a little bit with recruiting. So a uh, pair of really good games, not the teams that are usual contenders in these spots. So that's kind of refreshing. But Tom Brady, once again, getting it done, getting to the Super Bowl. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay doing what they do in the NFC Championship game. Uh, so we can start with that one. Uh, Randy, why don't we go to you first? You're the big Tom Brady guy. Might as well start with yep. you, right? Tom Brady just just got his 33rd career playoff win. That's more than the second place and the third place quarterback playoff wins combined. Tom Brady is in his 10th Super Bowl. Tom Brady is going for his 7th Super Bowl win. Tom Brady has more uh, completions in the playoffs than the second quarterback has attempts. Tom Brady has played multiple full seasons in the playoffs. Tom Brady is the greatest football player we have ever seen in the NFL, in college. Hell, he might be the greatest athlete in any sport. Oh my god! I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Wayne. Hey, Randy. Oh my! I don't want to hear. Randy, you got some on your chin, huh? You got some on your chin. <laughs> I don't want to hear Wayne Gretzky. I don't want to hear Michael Jordan. I don't want to hear LeBron James. I don't want to hear Peyton Manning. I don't want to hear Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. No. Tom Brady has outlasted them all. He's 43 years old. He's in his 10th Super Bowl. Tom Brady now has more playoff wins against NFC teams than Drew Brees. Drew Brees is your GOAT? No. Tom Brady is. Tom Brady now has more NFC Conference Championships in the past 20 years than the Dallas Cowboys franchise. I'm just be- I'm just spitting facts. That is I'm that just spitting hurts the feelings. Statistics. Tom Brady has been in more Super Bowls than any NFL franchise, except for the New England Patriots, who he earned nine of those appearances with. Tom Brady's going to defeat the Chiefs. Tom Brady's going to continue his reign as the greatest of all time. He is going to get that seventh ring. Seven. Think about how insane that, how insane that is. I know Mahomes is good. Mahomes is flashy. People are calling him the new greatest of all time. But hey, you got to beat Tommy Boy first. You haven't beat him in the playoffs yet. So here's your chance. But I think Tom pulls it out, gets his seventh ring, and just submits himself as the greatest greatest athlete of all time in any sport. All right, someone else, before he really loses himself on uh, Tom Brady. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to hold it in much longer. I got, I got more stats. I mean, I can keep, keep springing it. But. Yeah, no, I have the Chiefs winning easily. Easily? Easily. And why is that? I just think Mahomes. I think Mahomes is gonna come in 
and you know, silence people like Randy the the Brady Bunch. <laughs> silence the Brady Bunch. Yeah, no. Um, Tom Brady is a system quarterback, and I will die on that hill. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl now, and not in the same system that he won six of them. Yeah, he's in another system though. He's a system quarterback. Three interceptions in the clutch though against uh, the Packers. He's gonna throw five in the Super Bowl and still win the damn thing. So y'all get ready. So not because he's good, he's gonna win. He's gonna win because of like good defense or something. He's gonna win because he's clutch and because he pulls it out despite clutch. the. I just said in the clutch he threw picks. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> he, gets, he gets behind. He gets behind. His back's against the wall. He pulls it out. He wins that seventh. He throws the bird to Roger Goodell. He, was, he throws the bird to Bill Belichick. He was never he says, behind against Green Bay. Hey, that, that's that's dumb nil. That's some Green Bay for blowing it. He gave them every single opportunity in that game to come back. And Aaron Rodgers. He was kind. There. Yeah, if he does that against Mahomes, there's no way. I don't think. Yeah. That's what that's what people said last week too, and he did it, and Rodgers couldn't make anything of it. Did people say that last week? Oh yeah, I heard. I, I, all... thought, I thought everybody says Green Bay chokes like nonstop in the NFC Championship game. Our friend group, all I heard all week was, oh, you can't beat Drew Brees. We beat Drew Brees. And then it was, oh, you can't beat Aaron Rodgers let's, in let's Lambeau. Remember, let's remember, these are feelings you're dealing with. Hold on. Drew Brees fans. You can't beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. What do you do? <laughs> he beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. Oh, you can't beat Patrick Mahomes in Tampa Bay. Guess what he's going to. And Sunday night when we record our podcast, I'm going to be really drunk and I'm going to be really, really aggressive. I don't think we're recording. This. <laughs> I'm going to be aggressive if, on this podcast. If they lose, we'll record. Yeah, so no, we can hear we're Randy. I'm, well, I'm still, I'm, hey, if we if Tom Brady somehow loses, I, that's okay. He still has six rings. You know, four losses. Okay, cool. He still has six Super Bowl wins. How many Super Bowls did Joe Montana play in? It's three or four. How many Peyton Manning play in? I honestly have no idea. He won two. Tom Brady's got three times that. How many did Eli Manning win? Two. Two. Tom Brady's got three. <laughs> Eli Manning's the only one that stopped Tom Brady. Nick Foles. Well, I mean, one time, yeah. That's true. Nick Foles beat him, which honestly, they got incredible. To think about this, okay? I hear a lot of, I think a lot. I hear, think of the quarterbacks he lost to. Oh, and yeah, that's what I'm getting to. I hear a lot of Brady's so lucky he wins because of luck. It took Eli Manning two absolute bullshit lucky passes to win. It took Nick Foles. Nick Tom Brady had the greatest performance of his life in that Super Bowl. And then Nick Foles, it took a weird, fluky, Philly special to win. You have to get lucky to beat Tom Brady. You have to get lucky to beat Daddy Tom. So Patrick Mahomes, can you catch a ball? Can you make these bullshit throws? Well, We're going to find it, out. Yeah, Think about it. That's what Pat Mahomes does. That's he literally better, his gimmick. Yeah. He better do it. He makes bullshit throws. He better catch a ball. Randy's pushing me onto the Chiefs bandwagon here for this game. Yeah. yeah. I was going to pick the Bucks, well, but now I'm saying, you know, hell of the Bucks. I'm Chiefs picking the Chiefs. Yeah. I can't listen to this again next week. <laughs> oh, I will be insufferable if Tom Brady wins. So are you a are you a Patriots fan or are you a Tom Brady fan? I know I'm a LeBron fan. That's that's a fair question. And I know a lot of people that are LeBron fans that are not Laker fans, not Heat fans, not Cavalier fans. 
I'm a Patriots fan. I watched all 16 Patriots games this year. I'm very upset about the Patriots letting Tom Brady leave. I'm very upset about the direction of that team. At the same time, Tom Brady, I watched him for 20-plus years be the greatest quarterback ever. He brought me so much happiness. I cannot I cannot not root for him. And so, yes, I, I mean, both Tom Brady and Patriots, but if I had to choose one, Patriots, but hell, Tom Brady's you know, my favorite athlete of all time. So I'm going to root for him no matter what. Yep. As in, like, the most, you think Tom Brady's one of the most athletic people of all time? No, no, he said his favorite. His My favorite. favorite. Oh, okay. I'll I didn't say he was most athletic. I'm not going to go that far. Put the beers down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, Tom Brady has lost over a thousand yards rushing from kneel downs. That is an interesting stat. That can't be true. That, that just can't. That's true. There's no way there's a thousand kneel downs. I didn't say a thousand kneel downs. You lose two or three yards per kneel down. Oh, I'm sorry. Five hundred. Would that shock you? A little three. Bit. How many seasons is that? I mean, just think three kneel three kneel downs to end a game, right? On average, let's say three. Does that sound right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not good at math. The game you win. Oh well, yeah, win. yeah, yeah. So that's what 150 games of kneel downs. Is that that shocking? He's won. Is that how many wins he has? No, he's, he's won like 280 games. I was asking you. You're the professional here. I don't. Yeah, know you're throwing these crazy stats together. Like, I know that. I have no idea. But just think, he's won damn. I think two. It's like 280 or something games. He's won 280 games. He, not every game you're gonna have a chance to kneel down. Some you're gonna come back like the Atlanta Super Bowl. Screw you, Atlanta fans. Sorry. 28-3. But you just had to put that up. I did. I watched that game the other night, and boys, I was bricked up. So, <laughs> so, just think, half of the games he's won in his career, if he kneeled those games down three times per game, that's a thousand-something yards. Three times, yeah, I don't feel like that's a little high. but Maybe. Law of averages, maybe he kneeled it four times. Maybe he kneeled it two. Why are you kneeling four times? Well, if it's fourth down and there's two seconds left, you can just stand there with the ball and take a knee and game's over. That doesn't happen a lot. I, I it happens give me a lot. two. One or two kneel downs. I'm anyway, Chef, you said LeBron's your favorite athlete of all time? Well, no, my, if we're talking like pure athlete of all time, it's definitely Bo Jackson or Herschel. Like, I, we didn't just, even see them play. <laughs> we're not that old. I'm 23. I'm 25. I didn't see either of those people play. Well, that's a you problem. I was not a play. <laughs> And see, that's the problem. That's the problem with America these days. If you if you want something, you make it happen. I went and searched to see them play. YouTube so doesn't make it happen. America won't do that. Who's your favorite athlete, though? Not athleticism, just favorite athlete to watch. Is it LeBron? LeBron. Easily, I respect that. So, so you've spent over a decade of your life cheering for a team from Ohio. I cheer for LeBron. Willingly. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a shirt that says "LeBron is a bitch" somewhere. Why would you own that? Because I'm a Celtics fan. Screw LeBron. Kill. Who's your favorite? Favorite athlete ever? Yeah. Probably Cam Newton. To watch was Cam Newton. No. Oh god. It's it's not your decision. <laughs> I, was I, was in Oxford. Oxford. Hey, I was in Oxford. I was in Oxford when he threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran for a touchdown. That was the best performance I've ever seen. 
I, I, that man was my quarterback this year. Are oh, you talking about college cam? Yeah, I'm talking college cam. Uh, That's yeah, fine now. That's fair. I could, See, like Cam Newman now. actually lives in my, my hometown now. He's not as big as I thought he was. Really? Yeah. He's not, he's not as good as I thought he was. He, like, he's big, but like, I thought he'd be like big. But he's kind of skinny. Like, Kyle, who's your favorite athlete? Uh, I was just going to skip that and pretend I forgot. I don't I don't really have one. You didn't ask me, hey, you didn't ask me who my favorite athlete was. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? I thought no. that was pretty clear. Who is your favorite athlete, Randy? Thomas Edward Brady the third. <laughs> the Govy though, the whole Govy. <laughs> Thomas Edward Brady. Hold on, let, me, let me think of one. Dale Earnhardt. I do have a question for Randy. Um is it true that you had to be tased when you ran on the field to get a kiss from Tom Brady? What'd you say? I said, is it true that you ran on the field and got tased because you wanted to get a kiss from Tom Brady? It is true. More, more importantly, was it worth it? It was A, worth it. B, it happened. It happened in New Orleans. You know, I knew it was true because you have a, um, a reputation for running on to uh, sports playing fields. I do that. I do that. Um, I'm still banned from the pavilion for that, but... Oh, wow. Wait, you're banned from the pavilion? Is it true? It is true. I showed up the next game, though. They let me in, but... I am banned. You ran onto the court. You never seen that picture? I think I have. I just I, I have a video know. of it. And I'm sorry. In what world did Ole Miss basketball give you the feeling of running onto a court? <laughs> That's what I was. Wondering. We beat a we beat a top 15 ranked Auburn. So you uh, definitely thought y'all were storming the court and it was your first year. Yeah. So let me explain the story here because Chef's right. The whole student section had decided, hey, if we win this game, we're going to rush the court. We had decided this against Baylor as well in 2017, but we ended up losing the game. And so we had decided, hey, if we beat Auburn here, we're going to rush the court. Buzzer hits. I bust on the court. I turn around. No one's with me. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm out here. I did my thing. I, I made like four laps. They didn't even try to stop me. I damn near run into Bruce Pearl. And then I find security. And I'm just like, hey, I just run towards them. I'm like, all right, get me off the court because I don't know where I'm going. Like, there was no escape path. It was just like, all right. <laughs> so now I'm banned from Ole Miss athletic events, but you can catch me at the Pavilion or Swayze after COVID. Damn, dude. That's just our fans. The one Ole Miss basketball game I did somehow go to, um, it was the Tennessee game my senior year when uh, they had Adam Schofield and uh, Grant Williams. So I was we, there. We didn't rush the court with. But people. we threw everything on the court. <laughs> yep. Terrence and, Davis. No. Terrence Davis dunked on. I think it was Admiral that game. No, yeah. used Ponds, the French guy. That was so hot. That was a slam dunk. Excuse me. That was. <laughs> any other ad adjective we could have used there? Sexy. Sexual. Orgasmic. Yeah, no, but um, arousing. Forget, one of my greatest memories of undergrad was um, fueled by a couple Houdat's daiquiris, and the four loco was uh, throwing a shirt on the court and a cup. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the closest I got to storming any surface uh, during undergrad. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, got to do Bama. That was fun. Yeah, I did Bama, but I was in high school. But... We spent a long time on that field. Yeah. To where I was like, can we go to the bars now? Like, I'm starting to <laughs> up. 
Like, I need to find my friends. <laughs> Speaking of Ole Miss football, the uh, the 2021 schedule came out last week. And um, you can just kind of run through these games. I know uh, probably 12 to 0 is on the, on the schedule here, but we can go game by game here. Um, we got Louisville first in Atlanta. Anybody disagree that that's a win? It's a no. win, but it's going to be closer than people think. Yeah, I don't think it's a blowout like people are acting. No, no people are acting. Malik Cunningham, I think that's his name. That quarterback is going to give us some fits. I, I didn't watch any Louisville this year. I don't know too much about them. I just know they were bad. But... They have another running quarterback. Lamar Jackson, baby. I was going to ask if we do well with this, but then I remembered we don't really do well with anyone that has a quarterback. So No. Um, but yeah, defense should be better next year. Um, Austin P, that's, that's uh, a bye week, and then Tulane at home. That's gonna be tougher than people think. Yeah, that could be an interesting game there. That's the one I'm like, they have a circle around it for sure. Yes. So you kind of, it's a trap game, especially going into Alabama, the next game. But bye week after that, then we have Alabama. No I'm going comment. loss. Loss. That's a L. No comment. I'll say L. That's a loss. Do we think Bryce Young is going to be high, worth the hop that he's getting right yes, now? Yes, 100%. Yeah. So? When's the he last did. time they've I had mean, a mediocre quarterback? That, that's true. Even when they have a terrible quarterback, they still do good. In my opinion, Bryce Young is already better than Tua was in college. Ugh. I'm just thinking of years back when we used to beat them is because they had, like, Bad quarterbacks, weak Blake quarterbacks, Sims. and then all of a sudden, yeah. yeah, they just have they turn out these like Heisman candidates every year. Can they go back to old Bama, the ones with no kicker and mediocre quarterback? They got tired they of losing to us. Win the night. <laughs> yeah, Nick Saban did. He started making an example out of us. Yeah, yeah he he took that very personally. Sixty points two years in a row. Arkansas, do we beat them next year? Uh, Chef, you're the expert, the hog in here. <laughs> Ugh. I have no idea. Uh, I do know Arkansas does have a. They have all their seniors coming back, but they're going to be breaking in a new quarterback. Which could be, Who's their quarterback? It's either going to be Malik Hornsby or um, KJ Jefferson from uh, Stardust. I think it's going to be Hornsby. Do they have that running back again? Uh, Rakeem. Yeah. That's he he went to the draft, but he didn't play a lot last year. Yeah, I was gonna say he really. Didn't you know, the one that played a lot last year, uh, he's coming back. Well, who's the one that played against was? us? I know yeah. he kind of played, but who was the other one? I forgot his name. I think his name's Rakeem too. Well, that's confusing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is their defense gonna give us fits again? Yes, they have everybody coming back on defense, including the walk. <laughs> yeah, Grant Morgan's coming back for his sixth year. Um, so we'll just kind of leave that as a question. They always play us hard. Pause. God, they do. Um, they Tennessee. It. Tennessee, that's a W. Gotta be. W. I think it's a W, but I really like what I've seen, the little bit I've seen of Harrison Bailey. I think he'll be our, uh, not yeah, anything special. If he but, starts. Yeah, if he starts. Uh, but yeah, I think if it's a dub. Is their offense going to look? way different right away, or is it going to take some time? If they start Hendon Hooker, it'll look different. Who's that? He's the former Virginia Tech quarterback. Yeah, transfer. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, the lefty? Yeah. Okay, I do remember who that is. So then you go host LSU. You're either, what, like five and one, maybe four and two? Probably five and one. Do we beat them next year? Should. Yeah, we should beat them. We should beat them. I like Max Johnson, but he's a lefty. I really don't like lefty quarterbacks, though. It just looks weird. Is LSU better or worse next year? Better. Better, but not by much, I don't think. It's the same team from last year. Yeah. All right, then we go to Auburn. W. Should be a W, but it's funky when we play Auburn. Yeah, there's always something weird going on. I'm thinking we win it, but you never know. I thought we'd win it this year, too. Yeah. Should have. Should have. All right, then the Fighting Hugh Freeze has come to town. Win. The game of the year. No. Liberty. Are they the Flames? Yeah. They? yeah, they're the Flames. Why do they have a bird, then, as their logo? Who doesn't like normal birds that aren't that can fly? Like I feel like people don't like flightless birds, but who doesn't like normal birds? The How the hell are you gonna make a flame your logo? Just something on fire? Yeah. Uh, well, if you look Calgary, closely, does it? Kind of like Calgary, you gotta see this on fire. Yeah. So do an L that's on fire. The flaming L's. <laughs> that's, hey, that sounds like Hugh Freeze right there. A flaming L. I actually have this um, a blowout. I think by the time this game even like kicks off, everybody's gonna be tired of the fake manufactured hype that everybody's gonna try to put into it. I'm already over myself. I'm already over it, yeah. Yeah. I'm over it. Hyperbole by me, but this game annoys me. (laughs) There's a certain beat writer that put it as the most important game of the season. Most important game of the season. A game against a bullshit G5 team that you should beat the brakes off of, but they have a fake preacher coaching them, and so you think it should be an important game. All right. To be fair, Liberty should be like 8 0, or 8 1, maybe 9 0 coming into that game. Who are they playing? The College of the Blind or something? All year. <laughs> All year long, yes. It's it's College of the Blind, and then that's it. They've got a Syracuse yeah. in there. Troy, I think, is usually over. There's the not game. one hard game on the schedule. We are their only game into the last three. The last three games of the year, I guess, are decent. But well, good. They that, should lose all three. So they're going to feel hyped. They might even be ranked. Screw them. We'll be ranked, too. Yeah. It's got Trap written on it, but like Chef said, I that needs to be a blowout. That needs to be an example. Yeah, I was just, I was just about to say that. We need to make an example out of yeah. that. Is coming. Malik Willis still going to be quarterback there, or is he transferring? Yeah, he's staying. He's, staying. he's pretty good, but that's kind of it. They don't really have anything else outside of that. Go score on them. Put up 80. Yeah, and I guess it's safe to assume they don't have much of a defense, right? I mean. we, we can host a real funeral for Hugh Freeze that day. <laughs> All right, Texas A&M the following week. Missed out on that this year. Also at home. I'm taking I'm taking a loss. Yeah. I'm going to call it a loss. On this one. Yeah, I'm going to call it L, too. They're too yeah. They have everybody coming back, too. It's just they got Haynes King starting for them next year. So yeah, it's either Haynes or uh, Zach Calzada. Yeah. Um, Vanderbilt to win. And then finish up at Starkville, Mississippi State. Should be a win. Should I will be. never predict an Egg Bowl. That's one thing I have learned. I will never call an Egg Bowl a win or a loss. Especially yeah. there. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you should win this game. I think you need to make this You need to make this like Chris Peterson did to Mike Leach. Washington never lost that game. It should be the same here. Why, why should Kiffin lose to Mike Leach? Yeah. 
that that should be a game you win every year. Yep. I'm not going to predict a win because, like, Chef, it's a, you know, funky game. Things happen, but it should be a win. If you lose, I'm disappointed. But first time going to uh, Davis Wade with all the cowbells and everything, so who knows. So all that, um, we said two losses confidently and then a chance at maybe three. I think, what, ceiling's probably 10-2. and two. Yeah, that's a high ceiling, though. And then floor feels like it should be eight and four, but I almost want to say it's like seven and five. Yeah, I think seven and five is the lowest you need to go. I mean, if I squint, I can see six and six. Like, I need to see what the defense looks like. Yeah, yeah. You got to have improvement there, and you got to have a little improvement in wide receiver, especially without Elijah Moore. Well, that's what was cool to see in the bowl game is that we did okay without that. I was terrified. Yeah. Because anytime he missed his targets, he was a, a different quarterback, and then he played perfectly. If he plays like he did in the bowl game, I'm not as concerned about who's at wide receiver next year. I want to see Dontario Drummond step up big next year because I think he can be a good wide receiver. We've already seen glimpses of it, but next year I think it'll be his time to shine. Yeah, we've got the talent. It's there. It just needs to step up, make it happen. Bowl prediction? Are we making New Year Six? I think we get New Year Six. Playoff? Sugar Bowl. <laughs> yeah, another Sugar Bowl. Um, Randy, you want to go ahead and? Apparently, we had a scrimmage. Yeah, we had three scrimmages actually. There was one on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday is the one that everybody kind of focused in on because the team hit nine home runs, and I saw a lot of fans that were kind of, you know, they were a little worried. Which is fair if you don't understand what's going on. The pitching staff's fine. They were there was a, a heavy tailwind. There was a wind blowing out to the outfield. Pitchers were told do not throw anything but fastball. That's why that's why this scrimmage was such an offensive onslaught. It's okay. Don't freak out over a scrimmage. Scrimmages are weird. You know that sometimes they tell pitchers only throw off speed, only throw fastball, don't throw sliders. You know, you don't want somebody getting hurt in a scrimmage. So Saturday was just kind of a glorified batting practice. So don't take don't take anything from that. Just know that the team can hit fastballs. Do you know anybody who had like the dingers? I'm curious. Did yeah, Kel Baker yeah. have some? I think Baker had one. Uh, it's all fastballs. I mean, Kel, uh, Calvin Harris had at least one. I think he had two on the weekend. Trey Lafleur hit, I believe, three on the weekend. Ooh. Um. Knox LaPoster got one. Kevin Graham got one. LaFleur hit one like 426 feet. Like he smoked one. Uh, Tim Elko got one that was pretty far. I think it was near 420. Um, I mean, there were some guys that, you know, hit, he hit some long balls, but it was batting practice, basically. Well, that wraps it up for episode 26. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Bait Shack underscore. And uh, we will talk to you guys again on Thursday.